Welcome back to another episode of My Streaming Bubble. I'm your host, Jen, and this is that podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. Uh, Today I am tolerating someone new to the podcast, but not to my life, my dear friend, Poochie. And today, Poochie and I will be discussing the cult classic. It's a first. We're not doing a show. We're doing a movie. The cult classic, Teeth. Say hi, Poochie. Hi, Poochie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone makes the same joke, and it makes me giggle every time. So we'll get right into it. Um, so massive spoilers for this movie. Also, content warning, because I'm sure because of the themes of the movie, there will be discussions about rape, sexual assault, consent, likely, because those things happened in the movie. little trigger warning for those that need it genitalia in genitalia female genitalia and improper use of vulva and vagina (laughs) (laughs) so i can't remember how or why i watched this movie so many years ago it came out in like 2007 so i feel like it was around that time i watched it after you and i met and actually this was more recent that i think i suggested the movie to you Mm -hmm. But I suggested it to you. It's been about a year. Has it? Yep. And uh, I'm so glad you watched it and you guys loved it. Mm-hmm. And we got, I got to rewatch it and <laughs> now sit here and discuss it. It is probably one of the most memorable, memorable movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's, um, so the premise of the movie is um, the, the main character, Dawn. So the, her family lives right outside a nuclear plant and it's like a comedy horror movie so there's parts that are just utterly hilarious um like the music i love the music how it was scored it was very dramatic and a little over the top uh there was a couple parts where (laughs) something's been revealed oh yeah the guy toby the one that um the cave guy uh he was part of the the christian group Mm -hmm. he was like new Anyways, he makes some big reveal that he had had sex before, and the music kicks in, and it's like, did it? It's like really loud and intense, and I just start laughing so hard. But so Dawn grows up. Um, she's got her mom, a stepfather, and a stepbrother, Brad, and they live outside of a nuclear power plant. And she has the um, mutation of vagina dentata. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got teeth in her. In her vulva. (laughs) (laughs) There there are parts that are very hard to get through. Basically, it's this her going on this like road of kind of discovery. So she's part of this like purity Christian group. They've taken a vow of abstinence. They don't even masturbate, apparently. How can you be how can you be young and not master how can you be a teenager and not at least masturbate? I I didn't. Whatever, your palms are so hairy. <laughs> I've seen you trim them. <laughs> snip, 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 snip. It's like trimming the grass, pair of shears. Snip, snip. The bonsai tree. <laughs> so she comes she comes to find out. So she's attacked by this guy, Toby, who is part of this like whole Christian thing, but he admits to her that he had had sex at one point, but he's pure in his eyes. And she wants to maintain, she wants to hold on to her gift. But they're they're swimming, they get into a cave, and he essentially rapes her. 
which is hard to get through. Mm -hmm. But then you find out about her vagina dentata and her downstairs teeth bites his dick off. <laughs> that's And that's the moment where you've been watching the movie for a while, wondering, like, what what's the point of all this? Mm -hmm. It's a bit of a slow burn, you know, to kind of get to that point. But once you get there, it's just, then it just keeps going. Mm -hmm. And I like it because it's, it's not overly graphic, because they, but they do show them, the bitten wieners, yeah. and the blood shooting out like yeah. a Quentin Tarantino movie. But it's very brief. They don't linger on any of these shots. It's just enough for you to be like, "Oh, good for you, girl." <laughs> Except she doesn't really at that point even understand. No, what is wrong with her? Mm -hmm. um, which is bizarre yeah because she's there is a scene earlier um where she's thinking about toby and she's imagining being married to him and that was almost enough to get her to masturbate but she doesn't so she's never explored her own body mm -hmm. and within the high school because it's just a normal public high school and they're learning about anatomy they the scene starts and it's like the teacher's talking just wrapping up talking about the penis and the male genitalia turns the page in the textbook to female, to the vulva and female genitalia. And there's this big giant gold sticker over it <laughs> on all of the books. Um, and then it's immediately pointed out that that's unfair, that's sexist. And the teacher can't even say the word. The word. Yeah. He can't say vagina or vulva or anything. And, and what's weird, what was weird for me watching that was normally in movies, they always show the women's stuff, but never the men. Mm -hmm. But this one was kind of the opposite where they show a lot of wiener, mm -hmm. but yeah. not, you know. Yeah. And I, and I, I like that because the whole idea of like this va vagina dentata, this myth of teeth in the vagina, because I did a quick Google search and yeah, this, it, this mythology spans many different cultures. Oh, so that was real. I, yeah. I was wondering. Um, and a lot of it was, to more or less demonize women and make the man this hero, the conqueror, the one that could um, defeat the vagina dentata. <laughs> we should count how many times we get to say vagina dentata. Because <laughs> it's going to make me laugh every time. So the, the mythology is real, more or less. Um, and then what is it, uh, in Japan, cause every year they have like their big penis festival. Mm -hmm. Apparently that part of the mythology of vagina dentata is tied to that festival. So there was, um, woman, she had vagina dentata. She kept mutilating her husbands. I think that I, I read a lot of the different real quick. So I'm hope, I hope I'm not fucking this up, but so she's got it. She keeps mutilating her husbands, um, uh, a doctor of sorts creates, or a blacksmith creates like this iron dildo so that she can use it and break the teeth. <laughs> oh. So supposedly <laughs> this iron dildo is in display at some museum in Japan, and that's, and in this town where the museum is located is the town of where they celebrate through the penis festival. And it has since evolved to just um, accepting sexuality and not. <laughs> Vagina dentata. 
That's funny because I know what you're talking about, and I thought it was just like a celebration of wieners. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, who doesn't want to celebrate wieners? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's see. Where were we? Because I'm all over. Because I know you, you've got your, your time is limited, but I want to try and hit some of the finer points, and we'll get to the best scene ever. So, yeah. So she's essentially – so she's raped by Toby. She bites his dick off. And as horrifying and hard to watch as that scene initially is, once she bites, once her downstairs teeth bites his dick off, the looks on their face as they're both screaming <laughs> and just the screen, just the back and forth shots of his face, her face, his face, her face, his bitten junk, his mutilated penis on the cave ground. And back to the screaming, I was laughing so fucking hard. So... She takes off. Toby falls in the water and she takes off and goes back home and is traumatized and trying to figure out what's going on. A lot of it's because once she was raped, but also because everything that she uh, stood for and her life revolved around the abstinence Mm -hmm. was now gone. Yep. Uh, So it was a, um, she's kind of lost. Yeah. I, I, cause yeah, she does throw her purity ring at, at one point and, um, yeah, just kind of realizing, yeah, it's all, it's all gone. It maybe not necessarily a lie, but not, not what she always thought, not what she was, I guess, more or less led to believe and slowly coming to terms with that. Mm-hmm. Then she Googles vagina mutations cause she does eventually get the gold sticker off the textbook and that scene is great too where she's <laughs> she gets she's able to remove the sticker she sees this diagram it's just a drawing i got to tell you it's disturbing <laughs> <laughs> well and just the look on her face of like initial kind of disgust like oh and then intrigue and she kind of leans in a little closer to the picture and then she looks down into her lap and then she looks back at the picture and this kind of sense of calm and like just Accept not an acceptance, but just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. She, the actress, did an amazing job of capturing that all just within her facial expressions. Um, I know this movie isn't highly rated, like on IMDb, but you know, because oh, it's a bad movie, it's a B movie. But I think everything that was done, all the acting, the overacting, was intentional. I agree. I think it, it's campy, intentionally. Um, some of the uh, the reactions are almost Three Stooges, uh, mm-hmm. like the, how the Three Stooges would have done some stuff. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think this movie is brilliant in that it didn't take itself too seriously, just serious enough, but still, in a sense, have fun with some very kind of serious themes and topics absolutely yep so she sees the picture and all of a sudden right away she start that just leads her to google vagina mutation female genitalia mutation and the top thing that pops up is vagina dentata <laughs> <laughs> i didn't google female genitalia mutation to see if vagina dentata is the number one top link or whatever i'm gonna need to clear my search history after this <laughs> episode anyways um <laughs> So she clicks it, and that's where she learns about the myths and, like, the history and the cultures. And then she goes and schedules a gyno appointment. Yeah. 
her very first one. She's never had one before. Yeah. The doctor is really creepy and gross. And he goes to start examining her and slips off his glove and is basically assaulting her at this point. She realizes something's up. Her body tenses up. Next thing you know, he's like, wait a minute. What is it? Because he's got like all four fingers in there. And he's just like, wait a minute. What? What? And then the sound effect kicks in and the clunk. And then they both start screaming. And it's the best scene ever. And you can find it on YouTube because she's up on the table in the gown and his hand is stuck in there. It hasn't broken off. And they're just back and forth screaming. And he immediately starts yelling, vagina dentata, vagina dentata, it's real, it's real. God, I hope not. <laughs> and she gets off, so she bites his fingers off, he falls back, she stands up, looks down, and there's the four fingers. <laughs> God. And, uh, and then she leaves. Yeah, and do you remember, Jen, when the first time that I saw that, I really didn't understand that the no glove thing wasn't really yes. <laughs> normal. Yeah. Because I I mean I, I just don't know that stuff. But um Poochie came in and asked me, is that normal to get um to get a gyno exam with no glove? And I was like, it is absolutely not normal. <laughs> Which then it was like, oh that's why. Cause I was like, because he's basically at that one point fisting her. And I think it was painful mm -hmm. and Pain seems to be the stimulus for her um, uni jaws to react. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that was like my first first saw it. I was like, so. What did he do wrong? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my sweet poochie. <laughs> also in that scene, before all of that happens, at one point the doctor did ask her, are you sexually active? Her initial answer is no, and then she corrects, quote, corrects herself to say yes. And I found that during this second rewatch very heartbreaking because I'm just like, honey, you are not sexually active. Right. You were raped. Right. And and I think that maybe goes along a little bit with the as a victim, you know, self blame kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he was being very predator like in that he kept asking her, so this is your first appointment mm -hmm. you you don't know anything about this you've mm -hmm. never been through that i mean he kept asking the question in a different way so that she was basically clueless as to what was appropriate as well yeah kind of like i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god that was the first and i remember the first time i watched this movie once we got to that scene i got to that scene i laughed so fucking hard and i was just like i'm all in on this movie i was a little <laughs> unsure at first but I was like, nope, I'm I'm here yeah. for it. I'm, I'll stick it out to the end. So so she's going through quite a bit right now. You know, she she doesn't know if Toby's dead yet. I don't think. No, I don't think she knows if Toby's dead. Not yet. Um, she later finds out her mom is also very sick. It kind of implies through an earlier conversation that her mom's sick again. So it's something that happens likely because they live. They got a nuclear power plant in like their backyard. Double stacker. Double stacker, yeah. Double stacker. So kind of like the Simpsons. So she's she's struggling with all of this. She her her mom's sick. Toby's dead. She eventually finds out. And so she goes and meets up with a, another boy from school, Ryan. Who's hot for her. Who's hot for her. Yeah. 
He's not part of the purity circle or anything. So she goes there because it's the only place she can go at this point, kind of unleashes everything onto him, you know, just everything that's kind of happened. And then because he sleeps out in the garage, his bedroom is the garage at his parents' house. So she goes and takes a bath. He hands her some some of his mom's happy pills. And then I laughed at how quickly she was just like, yeah, give me those and just (laughs) popped him right away. I was like, "Mm, girl's trying to forget some shit. I understand. No judgment. (laughs) But she's just she just goes from like being like this pure, you know, virgin good girl. Like they don't even go see an R-rated or PG-13 movie to just like, you know, what? there's heavy making out. Yep. To the just like, yeah, fuck it. Just give me the pills. I'm going to take a bath in this boy's house and goes out to the garage. She's still feeling all woozy um, from the pills. Eventually, like, falls asleep, blacks out or whatever. And then this part, this time around, I had a problem with because she wakes up and she's naked. And he's um, he's got a vibrator that he's using on her and, like, rubbing on her boobies. I'm like, hmm. He's lit a bunch of candles. It's supposed to be, I don't know, this like safe space environment where she can just relax and he'll take care of her. And when she wakes up, you know, it feels really good. And so she consents to sex. But it's that initial like, girl, you were just mm-hmm. being violated. Being violated. Yeah. So that was kind of the one issue I had with with this scene this time around. And But in his mind... I think he was trying to make it be kind of romantic, mm-hmm. which was kind of weird at yeah. the same time. That that high school boy mm-hmm. idea of what's romantic. A, a shitload of candles, um, some muscle relaxers, <laughs> <laughs> and a finger vibrator. <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, not you guys, but... So she consents to sex, and she's a little nervous at first because she's like, they're going to get you. The teeth are going to get you. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to conquer them. See, I'm conquering them. I'm a hero. And so they have sex. And then the music playing in the background is this, like, victorious militant kind of music. I don't know if you caught that. And she's happy. And she's happy. Yeah. Next morning rolls around. They're having sex again. He gets a call from his buddy, and that's where she finds out she was a bet. Yep, set up. Yep, so Ryan was not the hero. As soon as she learns that she was a bet, she's she gets mad, understandably, and I think it was still inadvertent, like she inadvertently bit his dick off. See, I felt at this point this is where she was like, starting to realize that she could control maybe a little little bit. bit. Um, I don't, I think in my interpretation of this scene was after she, like she inadvertently bit his dick off because Mm. she got mad. Uh, She wasn't in the mood anymore. Mm. And um, her body was just like, like in a sense, like tensed up and was Mm -hmm. like, no, fuck you. Get out of here. Literally. Um, Cause it chomps. (laughs) And she's just like, shit. And she pops off, stands up, it plops out, and she leaves, and she's like, some hero. And he's left bleeding, calling for his mom. And that was a classic, classic scene because it's from an angle where it's at floor level, looking between her legs. Mm-hmm. She's like wearing a skirt and it drops out. It looks like a bloody turd. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and meanwhile, between these scenes, they're flashing to the OR where they're trying to reattach the doctor's fingers first. And they're like, are you sure you don't want to tell us how this happened? And he just grabs the gas mask and he's just like, nope. And then a little later, we see Ryan in the hospital getting his dick attached. And then the surgeons make the joke of doesn't hardly seem worth it. No. <laughs> Which I was like, hmm. That's way harsh. <laughs> like, damn, judgy. So she goes to try and get back to her mom, who's now in the hospital. And she gets there. Her mom has passed away. Mm-hmm. Come to find out. And through all of this, she's got, a, and I don't like talking about Brad, the shitty stepbrother, because I, I really wonder what his role was and what he really, truly brought to the movie. Just because he's icky and he's gross. You think? I mean, he was kind of a hot bad boy he was maybe 2007 hot bad boy but as soon as he's his face popped up on the screen again i was like what is going on with your hair that looks like it's been shoe polished on and these weird chops and random facial scribbins and piercings and the lip lip piercing and the ear the yeah and he was so because in the very beginning they're little kids and they're playing in a kiddie pool and you just hear, like, Brad says something to Don. Now, you know, I showed you mine, now let's see yours. Then we see the parents talking, and then Brad starts screaming, the top of his finger's been bit. <laughs> Which is disturbing. I mean, to me, that's disturbing. It's very disturbing. Yeah. And the very first time I watched this movie, after that scene, like, luckily it wasn't a long scene. You know, it's just all implied, obviously, but... Mm. I was just like, I, I, I don't know. That was That was gross and uncomfortable, but... And she doesn't remember it as an Mm -mm. adult, but he does. Yes. And at one point, he gets mad at his dad after after the mom has died. He's like, well, why'd you have to marry her? You made Dawn my sister, and I've always loved her. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you're still mad about that all these fucking years. And it's like, I don't think, even at that young of an age, I don't think Brad ever loved her, was like in love with her. But I think after that kiddie pool incident, his curiosity and fascination with her just grew into a very ugly obsession Yeah, because he was hiding in the shower while she was getting ready Mm -hmm. i guess to get in the shower i don't know but and just the way he was disrespectful to his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and i mean it was that was the part i was just like oh you're really kind of a gross human being yeah just kind of a piece of shit yeah and his girlfriend in the movie, her name was Melanie. At one point, she's like, but I love you, Brad. I love you. And I'm like, how? Why? Because the girlfriend's always mad because Brad only wants to have butt sex. And from behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and from behind. I'm like, is there other ways to have? Yes, there are other ways to have butt sex. <laughs> so, and that... And at first, you're just kind of like, why is that even brought up and mentioned? I think it's because of the kiddie pool incident. Brad just has an aversion to vaginas, vulvas. Oh, oh that's, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it either, but I'm that's like, that's really... got to be the only reason why it continues to be brought up. Yeah, that's interesting. So, anyway, so Dawn finds out her mother has died. She also finds out that through Melanie, because Brad was banging Melanie in the butt while mom was like on the floor calling for help. Yep. Melanie's like, he's like, 
she admits that like they heard heard the mom screaming for help. Melanie wanted to help. Brad's like, no, she does it all the time, blah, blah, blah. So Dawn is now mad and blames Brad for her mom's death. So she decides to take matters into her own teeth. And <laughs> she, <laughs> she goes home. She gets all prettied up. She puts on this. I really liked the dress that she wore. I but her, her, her blue eyeshadow was hot. See, and like her makeup made me giggle because I'm just know, like, I'm you you don't know what you're doing. And you just <laughs> blue eyeshadow like almost to the eyebrows. I think that was intentional, though. I think so, too. I think, again, that kind of shows that she's still coming into this more or less role of power of being able to use yeah. now her body, her sexuality and to enact revenge on icky dudes. So she goes, she seduces Brad, he's all for it. And then all of a sudden he he starts to piece it together. His, his bitten finger, he's like looking at her teeth, like her, her mouth teeth. <laughs> and all of a sudden he has this like slow realization where he's like vagina dentata. Flashbacks. Flashbacks. <laughs> and before he can do anything about it, chomp. And his reaction completely different from Toby and Ryan's in that... He's not screaming and freaking out. He's just more like, what? What happened? Huh? Mm-hmm. This is this is weird. <laughs> and she stands up and his dick falls out and it's got a piercing. And he happens to have a, a Rottweiler that comes in, <laughs> eats it, <laughs> and spits out the top with the piercing. And that whole scene is hilarious because the dog comes in, picks it up, and Brad's like, no, put it down, mm-hmm. put it down. And then the dog's just like. Yeah. He's totally dickless. Totally dickless. Which, that was a huge piercing. That was a really big I mean, piercing. Would you even be able to have sex with a piercing? Because Definitely was like, not in the butt. Well, that was like, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but that's the one that goes through the pee hole. Mm-hmm. So... That would hurt. A lot. When when you think? You tell me. Well, I don't know. <laughs> to me, it's like that's what uh, maybe a gay guy would have if they're a total bottom, you know? Yeah. But if you're actively going to put your dick in something, I don't see how you that could function. Because it seems like it would rip. I, I don't know. It, that was bo- it bothered I'm, me. I'm I'm spending got, too much time thinking about it. I know it right I got now. stuck on that. <laughs> I was when I saw it, I'm like, huh. it was it was a really big like ring, and I didn't remember it being that big. I don't know why it had to be that big. Because <laughs> again, I feel like everything in this movie was intentional. So the size of the piercing was intentional. I don't know to show like what a quote badass Brad was, or what like a what a sadist he was maybe. I don't know. I just know when I it made me go to a place and start thinking things <laughs> I really didn't want to think about. Uh, I don't like thinking about my past either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's then Dawn runs away, and uh, she she rides off past the double stacker on her bicycle. Bike bicycle breaks down, catches a ride with creepy old dude they get to like a gas station she's trying to get out of the car and he won't let her and he's just making these 
weird icky like he's like licking his lips he's like sticking his tongue out which was impressively long but like still super gross and i loved him that made me laugh so hard he was like the quintessential perv super pervy and it's like you're not even parked like around the building of the gas station you're right in front of the fucking doors where the lights are you're right in front of the ice machine for god's sakes and then she this is I mean, aside from the moment with Brad, this is definitely the moment where she's just like, all right, you want to play this game? You want to try and conquer this? Let's see if you're a hero. Yep. Yep. And fade to black, end of movie. Yep. End of one of the best movies ever. Yeah. I, it's, um, and all of it, there was a lot of stuff that I caught watching it the second time. Um, one, one of the things was that all of this occurred in like, what, a 24 it's a forty-eight hour period from the time, she, you know, she basically got raped, then got fisted, then got quasi raped again. Well, raped again mm-hmm. by the drug, but then yeah. she actually had enjoyable sex. Mm-hmm. But then she had, um, kind of a re- I don't know what I don't she, know if what she did was a form. It was violent. I mean to to Ryan what she did to Ryan her or, stepbrother or her stepbrother yeah. yeah she just straight up went in and was like no I'm gonna enact my revenge and right. chop my dick off so it was all premeditated it was like I don't know what the term is for that but it's like revengeful angry sex where you're gonna do something <laughs> bad to him look let's not crap on angry sex no <laughs> <laughs> why why do you make me say these things? I don't know. <laughs> um yeah, it's this movie it, it like I said, I love it. Um just kind of the overall themes, like I said, other than the one scene where she wakes up after being all pilled up and then consents because I felt like she was still maybe a little on the woozy side. No, it she she got taken advantage of. It, it was rape. And then to consent after she wakes up you know, it's just like, okay, but are you are you clear-headed now? Because right. I felt like she was still a little woozy on the pills because she was like, they're going to get you. They're going to get you. They're gonna... <laughs> oh, another really great moment with the music score is when she's looking up Vagina Dentata. She's reading about the mess, and then there's like the little image of, it looks like a sculpture, like a wooden sculpture or a clay sculpture of what this supposed monster was supposed to look like. And it wasn't anything jarring by any means, but she clicked it. I mean, it was a little creepy, but I didn't think it was, it deserved the music that it got. (laughs) I mean, in a way it did because the music's great. Well, the the vagina on the statue is kind of, like a scissor, yeah. Scissor snatch, I guess. I guess. A scissor snatch. <laughs> scissor me timbers is a whole new meaning. <laughs> I mean, it looked like, it, yeah, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> but she just has this. The music at that moment when the, she clicks the picture and sees it, and then she's just like, "Oh my god!" And then she like holds her hand up to the monitor too to like block it, and it's just it's a, it's a really great movie with. Some hard to watch moments, but ultimately, I think very satisfying of this road of self discovery, acceptance of now her body and empowerment. empowerment. That whole like, fine, I'm 
I'm going to take out each pervert one bite at a time. I'm going to take a bite out. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, God. Honestly, I think they should show this in the sex ed classes. Mm-hmm. Um just to perpetuate that myth of yes. don't rape, otherwise you don't know who has vagina dentata. Well, yeah, just to scare the <laughs> hell out of them little boys wanting to get in the girls' pants. I mm-hmm. mean, they'll think twice about it. I think in one of the uh, one of the mythologies, that's that's what I can't remember which culture it was, but that's what they used it for. It was a ca- oh, more really? of a cautionary tale to boys oh. on not to rape. Well, that would do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus that yep. di- that diagram that was in that book of the the whole <laughs> vagina system, the, I was like, I was like, whoa, the vagina system <laughs> that is complicated, and that There's looks folds in. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like a JC's haunted house. <laughs> whoa, I couldn't tell if that was an air tube for it to breathe, or if it was the pee hole, or what was going on. Where's the come from <laughs> yeah i'm not familiar with this stuff so <laughs> no is it normal for them to take their glove off no it's not normal well, now it makes sense but it really was it was just a moment for you or just where you were like i don't know if that and yeah because i'm not familiar with that side of the the female experience but um <laughs> it was pretty I don't know. I think it's a great movie just because there's a um, there's a lot of funny moments. Mm-hmm. There it, there is a lot of um, violence. Um, they actually, for me, they actually showed um, some naked. Mm-hmm. They didn't show a lot of naked women, which no. is normally what happens with those kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. But this one was. They showed actually more naked men, mm-hmm. um, guy than, butts, than, yeah. than women. There's only one like full frontal nudity shot, um, or at least stomach up of Dawn. Yeah. After after her first night with Ryan, um, and and I think that's very like that's really the moment where she's really looking at her body and accepting her body. This whole life of like purity and abstinence. I mean, she's never like touched herself or, you know, not even in a sexual way, but she's never explored her own body. And for her to like finally have have sex where she was comfortable and she felt good about it afterwards and looking at herself in this new light, in these new eyes, these new teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, I think that was a really pivotal moment for for her. And I think even for the audience to be like, yes, we're seeing a full naked woman or whatever but that's that wasn't the point you know the point of the shot was that body acceptance and that empowerment and like i'm gonna be okay yeah and there was a um some irony in the movie in that you know it's possible that she lost her virginity or hymen broke or whatever they call it um at a very young age but then she was such a um outspoken person for abstinence and being being a virgin Mm -hmm. um when maybe she really wasn't even one at that point because growing up my sisters weren't even allowed to ride bikes because Mm -hmm. devil myth yeah yeah, i was like you're gonna lose your virginity yeah riding bikes riding horses um 
even tampons, using tampons. Oh. That was part of... Um, so that's not true. Mm-mm. Oh, I didn't know that. So, because I, I think... So <laughs> and see, I'm really bad is... at female anatomy, too. And I don't know how far up in us <laughs> the hymen is. So to to kind of talk about that possibility that maybe when they were young, Brad broke or hymen kind of gives the idea that, again, I'm a bad girl because I don't know how far up. It's like, that's pretty far. Uh, uh, And that's just a very upsetting, disturbing thing to have to think about. Whereas I guess I'd like to more or less think that it, the teeth were more down towards the entrance, like a gate. Okay. (laughs) And he just got maybe right outside the gate, just within the folds um, and, and bit it off. Cause when you think about where, how much of the dick that was bitten, the teeth have to be down closer. Like, and as I'm sitting here across from you, I'm lifting my know, leg. I'm man. wearing pants, I but I'm <laughs> just I, like, imagine I'm these meat curtains <laughs> folded back to reveal a gate. But when she have, when she wiped after peeing, I mean, it's all in the same area, right? More, yeah. She, wouldn't she have felt? See, and I kind of wondered that during the movie, if there was no, had she masturbated at any point in her life prior to being raped, would she have ever noticed the teeth and felt the teeth? And I'm thinking no. And so my answer to your question would still be no, because the teeth seem to come out. Oh, when she was in pain. When she's in pain or distress. True, true, true. You know, like a dog bearing its ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Brad's dog, all Good trying point. to get out of the cage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> See, so it's all teeth. coming together. Oh, and there's a really great line in the movie. It's it's after she was after she was raped and she bit Toby's dick off. The cave, the dude in the cave. She comes home. Mom and dad are just in the kitchen. She just quietly walks in and they're just like, "Oh, hey, honey, there's food in the kitchen. If you want a bite." <laughs> She's like, I already ate and just wanders off into her bathroom to take like, you know, to take like one of those like wash everything off showers. But I was laughing. So I was like, really? That's the line y'all went with? I mean, thank you. It was was glorious. But (laughs) if you want to bite, I already ate. (laughs) There was some good stuff in there looking past all the the bad. But Mm -hmm. um, one of the things... There was, when they found Toby's body, there was a tooth, mm, like mm-hmm. one of her vagina teeth Yep, um, must have come out. Uh, apparently. And they said it was like a combination of a shark and, a and an le- eel. Yeah. So, But it was human DNA. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was thinking, okay, so this brings up a whole new set of questions for me personally, because I know shark will, you know, they shed their teeth. And I'm like, so wouldn't she have seen that in her underwear at some point? Well, I don't think, I mean, that tooth fell out because <laughs> she. It, it appears that it seems that she clomps down, she bites down, and then it's not like a clean break right away. You know what I mean? Because right. it's just, it, they seem to be stuck to each other for Maybe a minute. Maybe pulled it out? Yeah. And socket. so when it... When they finally separated and his dick fell out of her and everything, maybe that's when the teeth t- tooth fell out, or okay. it was still um, stuck in the stump. Part okay. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Yeah, because I think a, there was a crab crab eating on the <laughs> on the mushroom part. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> God. 
love this movie. <laughs> It, it was pretty graphic. I think it was graphic. It was. There's again. There's not. There aren't a lot of graphic scenes, but and they don't. Like I said, they don't linger on these shots too long. Just long enough for you to be like, yes, that's a mutilated dick that crab <laughs> yes. is eating. But that's not. You know the. It, it's not a gory horror movie in that no, sense. No. But just enough to. To really like you know what it is and yep. what's going on. And... They're just like, you don't need to use your imagination. Here, we'll right. show it to you for about three seconds and then we're gonna pull it back. You don't have to see it again until the next one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just a good, I mean, just a good movie for great conversations and mm-hmm. um and to wave fingerlessly yes. at your friends when you <laughs> <Yes>. see them. <laughs> yes, it's like a secret code that only you two know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that when you guys watched it, you didn't tell your husband anything about the movie. No. So when it got... He was, he was clueless. Which I love. And Timmy's just like, that's mean. <laughs> yeah. And the look on his face when it it sunk in, you know, the first time we saw it and um, when they were in the cave, I was waiting, you know... For that moment, and I was watching his face, and just the the realization of what was going on was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could sit back and relax and watch. <laughs> That's hilarious. Timmy said he was not going to rewatch this one with me, so I I watched it alone last night, and just with the biggest shit eating grin on my face the whole time because I'm just like, God damn it! Well, not the whole time, but. Through most of it, because I'm just like, uh, this is this is entertainment. You know, you brought up a couple things though that's pretty cool. Um, I didn't really think of it, and there is a lot of sexual violence against her mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. That the first time I watched it, I really didn't clue into that aspect of it. Um, it was more after the fact mm-hmm. that it was like, wow, that you know. I think that got kind of gets lost in the story. Mm-hmm. So, and I think with you know, in in this day and age, you know, and after you know, Me Too and everything, I think these things are a lot more prevalent in our minds. Mm-hmm. You know, where we can definitely see it now. Where maybe we saw it before, but it was just like kind of a well, that's how. Unfortunately, that's how shit is, and whatever. Almost a certain level of acceptance of within that. But now in, in 2020, we really can see these things and right. really can call them out and just be like, damn, that was so glaringly obvious. How did we never really catch on and get angry about that? And it wasn't because, yeah, when I started watching it, I kind of forgot how much, you know, the, the rape and the sexual assault. And really, she is. She is because right away, Toby fancies her, you know, and and. For a little bit, they kind of fancied each other and whatnot, but he didn't respect her choice to want to stay a virgin. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, right away, like Brad from the beginning is a predator. Mm-hmm. Find out Toby is more or less a predator. Yep. Ryan is just a piece of shit that had some dumb bet with his buddy, mm-hmm. predator. The gynecologist. The gynecologist. That was rape. Yep, that was rape. Yep. And then the icky old dude. Um, I think you're wearing the same shirt as he. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you just want me to do my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture of that and I'll post it with the episode. <laughs> but yeah, I think, 
But I, I think that just kind of goes to show that not just Don, but all women, we all face this every day. These and, and maybe not necessarily we're, we're actually being physically attacked, but we encounter these types of people, these types of men that have zero problems with attacking a woman or violating a woman, raping a woman. And it's like everything from the boy that she liked mm -hmm. to a, quote, trusting physician, physician to um, someone that she felt she could, at least in the moment, be safe with. And, you know, after her mom going and running to Ryan, it's like all these people that are supposed to represent um, safety, you know, in a, in a sense where you're supposed to be comfortable right. and, you know, have this she kind trusted. of mutual trusting. Yeah. yeah all violated mm -hmm. that trust. And that happens every day, every minute, unfortunately. She was just given the power to take care of it. Yeah. She is her own Wonder Woman. Yes, and that may be the big point of the entire show mm -hmm. that is lost on people like me that, <laughs> you know, as a guy, sure. um, that is looking at it from a different perspective. I think... I wouldn't have caught that mm -hmm. had I not had this conversation. Yeah. I honestly, I can't remember if that was something really in the forefront or even in the back of my mind after the first time I watched it, or if it was really more just like, wee, blood and dick bites. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like in that empowerment at the end. Um, but definitely now in my 30s, closer to 40, after everything that's gone down over the last 13 years, all of this just seems so glaring and blatantly yeah. obvious. Um, I, I think the movie still holds up other than, again, that one scene after she's pilled up. But I think it still holds up. I think it's maybe, if not more relevant now than ever. It's a great movie. Yeah, I think I think there's uh, the message is really great. It's just, a you know, if you can look past the, the disturbing stuff, mm -hmm. you know, because... It is. There's a lot of disturbing stuff in it, mm -hmm. but it's uh, it, it it is a great movie. They they do a really good job of kind of almost almost masking these very serious, very real topics in an almost almost lighthearted, fun ish way. I mean, yes, it's still very disturbing because again, the subject matter and some of the, some of the imagery. But at the end of it, again, like first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, woohoo, and never really thought too much about it. Mm -hmm too deeply really until this rewatch to talk about it with you. Right. Because even the, even the little pool scene, I didn't think of it more than like kids playing doctor. Sure. You know, sure. like they do. Yeah. Um, but I see it differently. Yeah. Now. Absolutely. So it's, it's kind of cool. So, well, we are nearing the almost hour mark, and like I said, I know you got stuff to do. Um, I think we've covered just about everything. I gotta go brush my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> gotta rinse and floss. And uh, now what? Anyways, um, any final thoughts on the movie, or you like, think we covered it all? No, I, I, I would recommend it. Um, I would really sincerely recommend it, though, to mm -hmm. um, my nephews. I would make them watch it, yeah. actually. Right on. So Required watching. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for us. Um, 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for being on the podcast there, Poochie. You're my, welcome, Coochie. My dear Poochie. <laughs> Coochie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thanks for listening and keep streaming. Bye. Say goodbye. Oh, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>